Welcome to the St. Mary AME Church Weekly Podcast. I am the Reverend James T. Taylor. We are located at 600 South Salem Street in Apex, North Carolina. Come go with us as we gather strength and direction from the Word of God. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. 
will lift your name high today like a blanket of praise. Thank you that you cover and embrace a fallen world, that you and your grace has flowed endlessly toward us each day. Lord, we celebrate your love. As we lay our burdens down at the foot of the cross, thank you that we can breathe in the resurrection life. Thank you that we are fully redeemed and restored. Lord, today we drink in once again the hope of eternal life and the promise of heaven. Thank you for your abiding presence in all that we do. In the name of Jesus the Christ, we pray. Amen. Our scripture text would come today from 1 Corinthians, the second chapter and the 14th verse. And it reads like this. The person without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the spirit. The person with the spirit makes judgment about all things, but such a person is not subject to merely human judgment. For who has known the mind of God so as to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Our scripture lesson today and our topic will be having the mind of Christ. As we look around today, we can see that our world is full of turmoil chaos, things that are just not settled. Many of us were raised upon the misconception that our world is filled with many races of people. We were taught that there were differences between the whites, the blacks, the Asians, and the Indians. Some were even taught to hate those of a different racial extraction. Yet, if one would honestly read the pages of scripture, it will be clearly seen that there is but one race of people on this planet we call Earth. That race is the human race. Regardless of our skin color or our ethnic background, we all are just human beings. Now, I know that doesn't, that doesn't sit well with some of you, but you will either accept it here or you face it when you stand before the Lord. Within the human race, there are only two kinds of people. According to the Bible, a person either is saved or he is lost. There are only the saints and the aims. As you sit today, and you need to understand that you are a member of the human race, and there is no question about it. However, where you stand in regards to your salvation is what makes the real difference. Regardless of our ethnic background, one day all that will matter is whether we stand in the ark of safety or not. And we need to ask ourselves this quite frequently. Thankfully, the Bible gives us some insight into each of our, these possibilities. I'd like to take a few minutes and just talk about <laughs> having the mind of Christ. I want you to know which group you fall in today. If you see that you are in the wrong group, then this is a great opportunity for you to make a change. Let's consider the saints. 
We have shared a common salvation according to Jude the third speak of what the saints have experienced. By common, he does not mean that it is unclean or profane. He means that it is something that every saint has experienced. He is, of course, referring to the new birth in, in John 3, 3, 7. If you are saved today, you got the same way that everybody else has gotten there over 2,000 years ago. First, you were convicted of your sin by the Spirit of God. Then you were called to come to Jesus Christ for salvation. When you came to him and believed in him by faith, you were saved. We share a common God. We all are saved by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, I know some people believe that when you're saved, you will receive Jesus the Savior. Then at a later date, when you finally get consecrated, you get all your sins under control. And you make your life that which Christ has called you. However, such a concept is foreign for the Bible. For one thing, you cannot make Jesus Lord. God the Father has already done that. For another, you cannot divorce his lordship from his role as Savior. He is the Lord Jesus Christ. Not Jesus now and Lord later. It's all or nothing. When a sinner comes to the Lord for salvation, he must be humbled and willing to submit his will to the Lord Jesus Christ. He may not understand all the principles, and as he grows by faith, he will yield more and more of his life to the Lord's control. But when a person is saved by grace, Jesus Christ comes into that life and takes up residence, hallelujah, on the throne of that heart. He comes in as Savior, but he enters as sovereign as well. And we all have a common struggle. The, the struggle is what Paul is dealing with in Scripture we have before us today. As Paul writes to the Corinthian church, he is willing and writing to a group of saved people. Yet in this passage, he called them carnal. This is the word that which means that which pertains to the flesh or physical appetite. Paul is telling the Corinthians believers that at this point in their lives, they are carnal. They are living lives that are controlled by the appetite of their flesh. Instead of living under the control of Jesus Christ, they're living under the control of the flesh. And as such, Paul tells them that they are acting like babies. How does a baby act? Well, they are consumed with, with self. Everything is about them. They want to be numbered one on everyone's agenda. And when they ain't, they make such a noise. A baby is easily injured. When he is, he, is, he screams and let everybody else know that he has a problem. A baby is only concerned about what affects him. He does not care about the rest of the household. He doesn't care whether mom or dad gets enough sleep. So long as they come running when he cries. He doesn't care if someone else and the house starves to death as long as he gets some food. Nothing matters to him but getting what he wants, and when he wants it, and how he wants it. Babies are self-centered, self-absorbed, and they are doing just what they are supposed to do. Babies come into this world dependent on those who are more mature when they see that their needs are met. That is natural and that is right. It is easy having a baby around, but the hard work is worth every effort when you put yourself to it. 
You see, there will come a day when that child will learn to hold his own bottle. <laughs> he will learn to feed himself. Uh, he will learn to walk and talk and use the bathroom. He will be able to bathe himself, dress himself, take care of himself. He matures and leaves the baby stage behind. If you have a six-month-old baby lying in a crib sucking a bottle, total helpless, self-centered, and dependent, that is perfectly normal. But if you have a 20-year-old in the same situation, something is wrong. That baby did not mature as it should have. There is a problem. There is an issue. There's something that's just not right. They have not grown. Now, let's try to bring this to the arena of the church. Paul tells us that spiritual Christians and, and they are carnal Christians. Please do not try to make these two into separate types of believers. There is only one kind of believer, those that are saved by grace. Now, now, please get this. There is no such thing as a believer who is carnal all the time. And there is no such thing as a believer who is not carnal some of the time. Let me break that down and make more sense to you. First, there is no such thing as a believer who is carnal all the time. By this, I mean that a person who says that he or she is saved and lives every day of their lives like a sinner is not saved and they have been deceived. In fact, they are lost. People who will not, who will not go to church, who hate spiritual things and who live like the rest of the world are simply living a lie. They are not saved. Why? Because Jesus is Lord, and when a person is converted, Jesus is enthroned in the heart, and they become a new creation. There will be a change in every life that, that is redeemed by the Lord Jesus Christ. If you or someone you know lives every day of their lives just as they did before they made the profession of faith, then you or that person is still lost and in need of salvation. You cannot meet Jesus and remain as you were before meeting him. As a rule, the church membership are filled with people who suppose to live for God. But as a result, the church wastes a lot of its time and energy holding on to people who never been converted. Hallelujah. Let's, let's just get clear to, to clear the smoke away from this thing today. If you have never changed, then you are not a kind of Christian. You are a lost sinner. There is no such thing as a believer who is carnal all the time. The second statement I made was this. There is no such thing as a believer who is not carnal some of the time. Whether we like it or not, the redeemed are destined to live out their every lives in bodies that still have an appetite for the world. Regardless of what you may have been taught, your flesh is still alive and well today. This is made clear by what Paul writes in Galatians 5 and 17. It is also clear in, in Paul's own personal struggle with the flesh as he details it in Romans 7 and 18. As we pass through this world, we are locked into mortal combat. Christ in our hearts is determined to rule our lives through the power of the Spirit of God. The flesh is determined to control the life so that it can satisfy its own lust. Which one wins is determined by the choice we make individually. The problem is we will all fail from time to time. 
There will be times when we give into the flesh. We will act carnally. We will act like babies. There will be times when we will hurt others and we will allow others to experience hurt. There will be times when we will sin and we wallow in our winds. However, the genuine child of God cannot be happy in such a condition. No believer can hurt any another believer and live like he has done nothing. He will have to make it right. No true believer can be hurt by another and allow that hurt to come between them and the Lord. But they will have to come and forgive the offender and leave the matter in the hands of God. In other words, the believer who falls into carnality and childlike behavior cannot continue in that way. He must make it right when he does. He will find forgiveness in Jesus Christ. There is no shame in falling. Everyone does. However, the real shame comes from wallowing in the mud and when you have fallen and you do not want to get out. I want to ask every saint of God today to look carefully at your life. Is everything right between you and God? Is everything right between you and your fellow man? Have you been guilty of acting like a baby? Have you or, or, or you been guilty of acting like a carnal saint? If you are saved, Jesus is on the throne of your life. If you obey him, you will enjoy his blessings, his peace and joy. And we share a common description. Paul calls those that do not know the Lord a natural. I remember a long time ago, Aretha Franklin sung a song, you make me feel like a natural woman. But we need to understand something, that being natural is exactly the same as that we are when we're born into the world. That kind of man or woman is called lost. They ain't very flattering, but they describe the person who is outside the relationship with, with Jesus Christ. While a person has come to Jesus by faith to be saved, a person has to do absolutely nothing to be lost. Every person who enters this world comes here that way. So the saints are those who have received Jesus. That is one of the two groups of people who populate the earth. The rest are natural men and women. Uh, the, the, the ones that Aretha Franklin sung about. Uh, those are those that are lost in, in their sin and, and they're ruled by their natural lust and desires. Paul tells us that these natural men do grasp spiritual things but they are not capable of doing so because they do not possess the spirit of God or only can make the spiritual truths of the world of the word of God clear to mankind. While the spirit has spoken with us, we know who we are, but the natural man is living a life that is controlled by the devil. He lives like a child of the devil. As a result, we should not be shocked by anything that, a lost person does. He's merely doing what is what dead men do. When you see folks that are lost living under the control of their flesh, don't be surprised. When you see moral conditions of the world continue to slide into the gutter, don't be surprised. When you see men hate one another because of the color of their skin, don't be surprised. When you see that there is no love in the folks' heart for any other people, 
Don't be surprised. The truth is that they're lost. They may have the trappings of Christianity, but they're lost. Only when you come into the knowledge of Jesus Christ and you treat people like they are important, then you know who Christ is. When men continually strive to, to suppress themselves and and, and try to impress folk in their own indulgence. Don't be amazed. They're merely acting like a natural man or woman. They're doing what their nature calls them to do. And the sad thing is that there are a lot of natural folk in the church. But what is sad is that they think they're living the life on their own terms. They are free from the control of the Lord. <laughs> They don't have to live by the stuff in the Bible. Those rules don't apply to them. What they don't realize is that they are merely puppets on a string. They aren't doing as they please. No, they are doing as they're led by the devil and by the lust of their flesh. They're prisoners of the most pitiful sort. They are chained and don't even realize it. They are captive, prisoner, and don't even know it. Just as surely as they are blinded to the things of God, they're also blinded to their own condition. But Paul doesn't address it here. But the Bible does that we have a common destination. In many places, the natural man is headed to a place called hell where he spends eternity in torment. This isn't a pleasant thought, but it's true. And anything you have ever heard in your life, every person who passes through this well and does not receive Jesus Christ as their savior will end up there. That is what the Bible teaches. There is no way to adequately describe this place of torment. The Bible tells us that it's a place of memory, of pain, of fire, intense, unending torment and suffering. It is described as a place that has no end. It is pictured as a place of separation from the presence of God. I'm here to tell you today that if you are not living in the presence of God, you don't have to die to go to hell. You're living in hell already because you have been separated from the love and the presence of God. Jesus allows us to get a glimpse of that awful place. You do, don't need to go there. To go to hell would be unspeakable awful. That is why I tell you about how good God is today. If you're lost, uh, you can come to Jesus uh, because that's all he is asking you to do. Come just as you are. Jesus died to save us from hell. If you will respond and open your heart today, he will redeem you and deliver you from the endless torment of pain. As I look around today, I am thoroughly convinced that we are part of the human race. That much is given. But are we saved? Have we been saved by grace? If so, we're walking in spiritual victory. You're a spiritual man or a spiritual woman. But if you have not come to that conclusion, then you're a carnal man and carnal woman. And you're separating yourself from the love of Christ. The Bible says, seek this day who you will serve. We do not have tomorrow. We only have this moment in time. 
And if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, ask him to come to your heart. Just as you are. And he will abide with you. Amen. I trust and believe that something has been said to encourage your heart, to bring you close to Christ, to make you think about your journey on this side of Zion. May we continue to hold fast to all things that the Lord has instructed us to do.